0: Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank. And I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hello, 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 and happy Monday. Welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice, and I'll be your host today. I am a money mindset coach, a financial wellness coach. I specialize in providing women with the tools to become financially free. It's a gang of rich girls over here. So welcome, welcome. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being here. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to highly recommend you go back and listen to the previous episodes because it's been quite the journey to say the least, but We're in a good space today, and uh, I usually kick off the podcast with what we talked about last time. So let's jump into a quick recap of episode seven. Episode seven was titled The Big Move. The reason episode seven was titled The Big Move is because it actually wasn't a big move. I moved two hours away from where I originally lived, but mentally it was a big move. So we went into how you have to speak positivity over your life, how your words are extremely impactful to the trajectory of your life. So at the end of the episode, I gave everybody a challenge to speak one positive thing over your life every day that week, which was last week, but... (laughs) That was my challenge because I wanted you all, my community, my listeners, my supporters to get something out of last week based off of what you heard on this podcast. During my financial journey and during many journeys that I've taken in life, speaking positivity over my situation, has been a major game changer. So let's talk about how I did the challenge, right? One day I said, Lord, cover, I just prayed, right? So essentially I was praying, but I was speaking positivity over my life. So I asked God, I said, God, please protect the health of me and my family, right? Please give us long, healthy, beautiful lives because there's so much going on in this world that I felt the need to speak on the health of me and my family. I spoke on my career. I said, Lord, continue to mold me into the leader that you want me to be. I'm not at work to serve people. I'm at work to serve God. Make me into the leader you want me to make me, you want me to be. Triple my salary, (laughs) right? These are the things that I manifested over Last week, and I hope and pray that you did the same. And I hope that you have felt the impact of that because it's different than a week when you spend time complaining and identifying all the things you don't have or identifying all the goals you haven't accomplished. When you start to revert back and say, This is what I want, this is what I've accomplished, and this is what you know, essentially, I'm going after. Your week goes better. your mood is better. you're you're lifted up because you've lifted yourself up. So we talked about how I made this big move and mentally, I felt that I was very prepared, right? I wasn't settling for anything. I wasn't settling for a job I didn't love. I wasn't settling for trash relationships. I wasn't settling for cheap spanks period, okay? I was in a mindset of abundance. I wanted everything that I felt I deserved and I was coming for it. So we talk about how I make this move. I now move to Virginia beach. I have this really nice apartment Still have my car. That's always a win. You know, it may not be the same year or, you know, a brand new car, but still have my vehicle. I've been able to maintain my car note. My credit score is in a really nice space, right? I got approved for this apartment with no security deposit, which only happened in my life once before. I've always had to pay a security deposit. And things were just going really well for me. And so I talked about how I saw my first paycheck and was completely overwhelmed because I will I would have paid all of my bills and still had about $700 left. And this is where money management comes into play. Like most people, I got paid every two weeks. So I could have saved, invested, or you know, made my, made my money make more money, I could have used $1,400 a month for those two years that I lived in that apartment to do whatever with, right? Whether it was to pay my car off, to pay a student loan off, to pay a credit card off, whatever that might be. Now, I didn't have a ton of debt, but there was still debt, and the goal is to be debt-free. Instead, I was so happy to have money after I did my hair, nails, sent some money to my savings because it was a space I had never been in before. So I was so happy to be in that space that I felt like I deserved to blow that money. I felt like I deserved to treat myself even more, right? Just doing dumb stuff. like there. Listen, I, in restaurants, doing the most. You know, getting a section in the club, doing the most, like for what? I don't even like the club, right? But it was certain things that I just couldn't do when I was in this very strict financial journey because one, I didn't make enough. And two, I really wanted to get myself together financially. But what I failed to realize is that good money management skills don't come from making more money. Good money management skills come from educating yourself on what it looks like to grow your money, right? So this, you know, uh, spicy Latina from New York, right? I'm like, I made it, right? Because there wasn't many times in my life where I could pay all of my bills, do something for myself, go out and have brunch and still have money left over. I had never operated in that space. So I didn't prepare to operate in that space. So what we're going to talk about today is preparing to operate in a space of wealth and not allowing our mindset to interfere with our financial goals, which is exactly what I did. My mindset wasn't ready to have 700 extra dollars a paycheck, 1400 extra dollars a month. I just wasn't. Because we talk about believing in yourself in the last episode, speaking positivity over your life. And while I did all of that, I did not do the work to prepare to make that much money. These days, I think about what it's like when I hit my first million dollars, right? Like these days, those are, that's my thought process. But those days, it was really just about not being broke when I finished paying my bills. Right? So think about how different those two mindsets could be. I'm excited with $700. Now I'm like, I need $1,700 left over. Like this is what I need to be able to operate in the space that I'm in now. Right? So my mindset is to keep my bills where they at and increase my income and grow my money, right? Open up multiple streams of income, create multiple streams of income, right? Invest my money so that it grows, right? But in that time, all I could think about was spending money because again, I felt like I deserved to spend. I felt like I deserved to splurge because look at me. There's money left over after I pay my bills. Check me out. Right. That's, that was wild to me and I didn't prepare for it. So some tips I'm going to give you to prepare for abundance and to prepare for the wealth that you are manifesting, that you are praying for, that you are working towards is it, it, it's going to be very simple, right? Number one, if you find yourself a nice place, you drive a nice car, you got clothes in a closet, you got food in a fridge, you are already doing better than 50% of the people out here. There's no need to stunt. There's no need for you to take these extreme measures just because you have a little more money in the bank to impress people that don't care about you. Let's be clear, because your friends don't care if they're going to pull up... To a small apartment, uh, in an apartment complex or in an apartment complex or a mansion on the hills. If they're your real friends, they don't care about any of that. And they understand that you are on a journey and that you have financial goals that you want to accomplish. So let's be very clear. The first thing to not do is increase your bills because you got an increase in pay in income. Okay. Now, I know people are going to say, oh, but Candace, I waited till I got a raise to get a new car. Listen to me and listen to me good. If your vehicle doesn't have air, if your vehicle breaks down every couple weeks, if your vehicle is costing you more in repairs than in car notes, then get a new car. These are not the folks I'm speaking to. I'm speaking to the folks who have a very nice car sitting outside, but when they get a raise, they're going to go get a nicer car for absolutely no reason, right? There's a reason that certain sales happen during, during certain times, right? Because they know when America, when a particular country, is getting some sort of payment, some sort of stimulus, some sort of something, right? All of a sudden there's these sales and maybe, maybe that's not the case, right? Because take Amazon Prime Day, for example. That day was created because business is slow during that time. So they're like, hey, let's get y'all money, right? So I say all of that to say the next time you get a bump, in your income, whatever that might be, whether you start a business, whether you start a side hustle, whether you get a raise at work, whatever it is, leave your bills where they at. Don't get the extra cable package because, you know, you want to see one show. Don't get, you know, don't be super extra with your light bills. If you were if you were focused prior and you, you know, you went in rooms and turned off the lights if nobody was in there, keep that same energy. Keep that same energy because the rich stay rich by acting broke. And I'm not, listen, let, let's let back up, right? I never want you to be broke and I never want you to feel broke. But if you are on a journey and you haven't met particular goals yet, this is for you. Right? Because you could say what you want. I'm always going to tell people to treat themselves. If you are in a position to do so, the real problem with financial freedom is that folks who treat themselves can't afford to. That's why rich people are going to keep getting rich because they know what, some, what simple sacrifices could do for their future, right? They've seen their money double. They've seen their money grow and instead of going to buy that new shirt or that new pair of sneakers, they know that they can turn that $300 into $3,000 and that's what it's about and then go buy five pair of sneakers if you want to. But the problem and the opportunity lies in people increasing their pay by whatever means and then increasing their expenses. Okay, all of a sudden you want to go out every weekend for brunch. And look, I I go out almost every weekend for brunch. But guess what? It's in my budget. That's something that I can do. That's something that that is okay with me. Right. Or you go to Target and you blow four hundred dollars. I was on a consultation and I I told this woman, I said, how much on average do you spend in Target? She didn't want to tell me. Turns out it's about two hundred and seventy three on average a month. I said, put that in your budget. She looked at me like I was crazy. I said, sis, we supposed to budget for what we consider luxuries. If you want to pop a bottle of champagne every Sunday for brunch and make mimosas, pop the bottle, but stick that in your budget. By the way, quick plug. I got a budget sheet. The link in my bio at your credit queen is probably going to be a link down here at the bottom of this episode, but check out my budget sheet. There's going to be an entire line for just random miscellaneous entertainment. Stick your target budget in there, period. The second thing I'm going to ask you to do is sort of along the same line. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. There's so much wrong with social media society. Don't get me wrong. I love social media I, I'm on social media a lot. I've, I've built a brand on social media. I keep in touch with family that's in Puerto Rico on social media. There's so many very, very positive uses for it. But the one, the one thing that social media does is highlight real everybody's life. It, It only shows us the highlight reels, right? So in the morning, when you watch ESPN and you see, oh my gosh, it looks like dude, Just dunked the ball 13 times, right? Like he went nuts last night when they didn't show his air ball free throws, right? Like they didn't show him missing a layup. They're not going to show that. They're showing you the real, right? And that's what people do on social media. So, yeah, you don't know how long it took somebody to get this vehicle of their dreams, but they're not going to post that struggle. They're going to post the vehicle. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. A lot of us naturally just like nice things. And I think that's great. But if you have a goal of becoming a homeowner and of paying your student loans off, you're spending frivolously today, not realizing that you're not going to get out the hole. It's going to take you so much longer to get yourself out of this hole because you're spending frivolously now and you don't, you're not focused enough on the future, right? So number one is when your income increases, keep your expenses when they're, where they are. Number two is stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. You may not even realize it, but as you're scrolling through social media, you see something you're like, oh, I want that because somebody posted it, right? Right. And maybe if you didn't see it that day, you would have never got it. And maybe it's something you've had your eye on for a while. And it's like, nope, like now this is a sign I need to get it. But if you can't afford it. And what I mean by can't afford it is not like, oh, you, you $50 away from your lights being off. No, no, everything could be going smooth for you. Like it was going for me when I first moved, but the goals I had in place And the debt that I still had on my name were not correlating with how I was spending. I was spending frivolously. These days, the first thing I think about is how can I, whatever extra money I have, how can I make this money work for me? How can I double it? How can I triple it, right? Whether that's investing, whether that's sticking it in a high yield savings account that grows, right? Whatever that looks like right? Whether that's, I mean, listen, some people buy things and flip things, right? So like whether it's, whether that's what it is, it doesn't matter. But my mindset is so much more evolved as it relates to money management that now my first thought is, how can I make this money work for me? How can I make more money off of this money? But seven years ago, eight years ago, it was like, Oh, I've already saved money. I've already paid this bill. I've paid that bill. I'm going to, I'm going to shop. I'm going to spend money. Just spend it. Right. I know everyone's heard that saying of, you know, if you work eight hours and you make this much money, right? How many hours does it take you to buy that shirt? Is it really worth it? It sounds silly, but it's true. And I'm a shopper. So don't get me wrong. You're not going to catch me not getting something I want too much of the time. You're not going to catch me putting stuff back too much of the time. But I've worked to get here and I'm also still working to continue to level up. So there are still things that I curve myself on and I'm like, no, you don't need that. And then there's some things where I'm like, nah, sis, you need that. (laughs) You got to get that. And I respect that. But just know where your money's going and stop trying to keep up with people around you. Okay. And last but not least, get a mentor. Like, invest in financial freedom education, right? Book a consultation with me. Let's talk about your situation. Get a mentor. I hired someone to help me with my finances because I was awful at them. Okay. I hired someone. Money management is a skill set. You know, when you go to a job and they teach you a skill set, money management is a skill set. If you cannot manage $100, you're not going to be able to manage $1,000. And I know y'all have heard that too, but it's true. Okay. So my three tips for you this week are when your income increases, Leave your expenses where they are if you can. Number two, stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Okay, the Joneses is broke. (laughs) Let's be clear. And number three, if you need help because you really don't know how to wrap your mind around getting your finances where you want them to be, get help. Get help. We out here getting therapy. We go to the doctor when we don't feel good. We go, we hire fitness trainers. But such such a small amount of people hire financial experts, financial coaches, financial planners to get them in the right space. Get help if you need it, right? Because that's the whole thing about being rich. Like, Ask anybody you know that's rich. They ain't got no problem asking somebody for help or asking somebody for a plug or, you know, hey, you know. Asking somebody for education. They have no problem investing in themselves. Okay. So listen, as always, thank you so much for rocking out with me today on episode eight of the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's always a pleasure to interact with you all. Please Feel free to leave a review, message me, DM me on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you follow me, wherever we interact. Let's get in touch. Let's chop it up. Let's see how I could be helpful to you. Could be a resource to each other, whatever that looks like. But thank you all for joining me. And until next week, I pray that you guys continue to evolve in your finances and in any other journey that you are on. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.